Hey, welcome everyone. Welcome to Plant Profits. Plant Profits is brought to you by Produce Global. I'm your host, Vern Davis, and I'm excited to bring to you a wonderful guest, uh, the gentleman that I've been wanting to talk to for some time, Mr. Chris Day. He is the CEO of GPS uh, Global and co-founder of GCNC. A lot of acronyms. We'll get to a ton of now. acronyms, man. We can fix that. <laughs> we can, that's that's good. Yeah. Uh, GCNC Global Cannabis Network Collective, and all. Uh, he's he's a cool guy, and uh, he's got a lot of acronyms going for himself, which is kind of cool. Which tells me he's busy. Chris, how are you doing? Good. Thanks so much for the invitation. We are busy. It's always a lesson in figuring out the difference between busy and productive, right? So. Uh, oh my God. You know, and, and that is, it's so cool where life's journey is taking you to this point to right now and what you're doing. I think that is, um, that is uh, very uh, awesome. So look, when I was looking at your background, are you from Colorado? Are you from San Antonio? You're from Texas? Where I'm from a from? whole lot of places. Man. Are you? Um, yeah. So I actually, actually was born outside of Detroit and grew uh, really? up, yeah. uh, grew up Midwest. in Mexico. Okay. Um, moved to Colorado for college in, in Fort yeah. Collins. And um, Colorado my career State. Took, yeah, my career took me through Texas for about 15 years. Um, yeah. And then I was uh, finally able to get back home to what I consider home uh, yeah. in, in Colorado and cannabis brought me here. So well, that's was, a good place to, that's a good place to go for cannabis, man. And that's sure. a good reason. There's all kinds of reasons being created uh, for the things that you and your organizations do uh, out of Colorado is a good place to be be headquartered you and i have a similar path man i i'm from texas huh? and I, I lived all over the different coasts and uh and the midwest and uh, uh just ended up back here recently back in texas nice. so and where are you um where are you down there uh right in the austin area yeah oh, okay yeah. yeah so between san antonio austin was my weekend haunt you know so, oh absolutely yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I totally, uh, totally uh, get that. So now you, you went to school at Colorado state yes. and you, you, are you, would you consider yourself a marketer, Chris? Oh yeah. I mean, that's definitely my, my, that's background. the base, right? That's the that's foundation what anchors everything. Yeah. I, you know, before I came <clears throat> into the cannabis industry, I spent more time than I care to admit, uh, running and working in large scale advertising agencies and communications firms. So, mm -hmm. you know, my whole career is anchored in brand architecture and strategy and um, consumer and B2B psychology. So, you know, you start anchoring those things together. And yeah, at my core, I'm definitely yeah. a Marcom guy yeah. um, that has a deep passion for understanding understanding um science and and communication and how we talk to people in yeah. an educated way about complex topics yeah which is uh, important and and you said mark com because you do have a blend of marketing and pr that's uh uh in that uh in your dna there um so uh, look you've um marketing and cannabis to me is, is a big deal. 
uh, it's a big deal, but I also think it's a big gap, <laughs> right? Yeah. So let's talk about that from your perspective. Let's take all those years of experience and bring it to where you are now. Sure. And, and, and kind of uh, where are we in marketing and what that means in cannabis? And, and should I, as a consumer, expect brand to mean the same thing and cannabis as I in, in other consumable products? So first, I think we need to talk about some acronyms. So you, everybody understands where I'm bringing this perspective from, right? So um, Gateway Proven Strategies, which is the consulting firm that I- GPS, head right? Up, GPS, GPS Global, is, yeah. Um, is really focused on multinational cannabis companies and helping expand cannabis markets globally. Not okay. to the exclusion of the United States, of course, the US is a huge part of that. Okay. But, um, and, and the GCNC, the Global Cannabis Network Collective, as a subsidiary of that is all about connecting top to top multinational cannabis operators along the supply chain. So for us, okay. when we talk about branding and marketing and communications yeah. i'm not talking about what happens in california or colorado or washington exclusively i'm talking about globally what okay. is the mindset and how do brands and companies operate within them and it changes mm -hmm. of course it does. so every region uh, with every region has its own personality about the plant Certainly. And so yeah. the, the complexity of marketing within that space um, shifts because sometimes we're talking about how do we educate doctors about a uh, pharmaceutical grade um, medicinal cannabis product in the UK. And, you know, that approach and communication approach to those physicians that we want to uh, prescribe to patients is different than um, if I walk into a dispensary here in Colorado and I'm asking about an infused beverage and you know I want to know what 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 is that like and how am I going to adjust there? So um, I know that your question was primarily directed at, at the domestic market, so I will answer. No, it, well, no but... branding and just <laughs> no, I, no, I, I I love the way you approach the the answer to the question. Um, because um, it is a global uh, industry um, and it's more developed. It's, it's, it's in different stages of development and, and around the world. So I, I'm very interested in the, in the brand and marketing uh, and uh, aspects of, of, of cannabis and, and the other regions. Yeah. And well, and so here, you know, what's interesting is we're, we're able to see trends and regardless mm -hmm. of whether you're a um, emerging market where you're shifting from medicinal into some sort of some form of adult use or you're in the US where I mean if we do one thing well it's create a ton of brands and then see who you know rises to the top right yeah, um, yeah. but what we do know is sort of what are those drivers within the human psyche that that drive people to, to consume and will continue to see sophistication in the brands appeal to those psychological drivers. Thus far, most of the time when I sit on panels and I think people get a little bit tired of me 
saying it, it always starts with, you know, this 10 or 15 complaint minute complaint session about all the things we can't do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, I, yeah. I reiterate to people talking about what you can't do is a waste of time for everybody, the panelists and the, and the audience. Right. Yeah. And so it should be more about what can we do? How can we take a brand, convey its attributes and appeal yes. to, to the customers and, and that is a discussion that when I entered the cannabis industry um, was non-existent. And, you know, certainly over the That's last, right. I would say, 18 months, mm -hmm. the, the increased velocity of that kind of more sophisticated discussion has really started to come to the fore in the U.S. And certainly with the medicinal and pharma type discussions in other countries, um, it's already pretty complex because you're really talking about marketing within a supply chain. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, it, I mean, to me, it's super fun stuff and you can, you know, sit and build marketing funnels and brand architecture pyramids for days. Um, but it's really a, a exercise in, in human psychology and then adapting the product to it. Yeah. That sounds, you broke it down to, I think it's simplest form. Yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, that was the goal. Yeah. Yeah. And the question is, though, who's doing that? And is where is that working? Um, so if we take uh, some consumer brand type things in um, my home state of Colorado, I, I think one of the brands I like to talk about the most domestically yeah. is Wana, right? So uh -huh. you look at, at Wana, um, Nancy Whiteman and the team mm -hmm. over there are members of the GCNC and how they have successfully created this multi-state brand. Mm -hmm. um, they have focused those, both their wellness line, which is non-THC, as well as um, their, their THC brands and um, formulations, they have really focused on finding what are those key attributes and branding the gummies against that while also acknowledging mm -hmm. one of the biggest complaints in edibles, right? Which is the onset time. Right. And so they've built in some of their more recent products with some new tech, you know, a rapid onset gummy, mm -hmm. which for me, my, um, my frequent consumption pattern is using uh, that to help me sleep. Well, it's mm -hmm. nice to know that that rapid onset type technology is going to be more predictable than me lying in bed awake for an hour. 45 right? minutes, yeah. While, while things come on. So yeah. that's a combination of beautiful branding, mm -hmm. consistency across all of their markets mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they have good outreach to their key distributors across all of these states. They have people that, you know, work with them locally to make sure there's that personal connection. All of that is, is branding and, and marketing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then from a human psychology perspective, they understand how are people using my products and what is the pain point within the competition? And it's frequently onset at the moment. So they've pushed that on their packaging as well. So you look at the way in which they're talking about the products. Mm -hmm. They're solving the problem and then they're creating a relationship and a consistency. What they aren't doing, which we see a lot of brands do when they first come out, is it's all about just get the sale, right? Just drive it, get the sale, don't care. As long as we capture market share, 
um, you know, will win. And that's a fallacy. It's the market is too crowded. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like we all go. Well, I, I don't know. I go. I shouldn't say we all go. I go to Costco on Sundays. Why do I go to yeah. Costco on Sundays? Right. Because they're handing out the samples. And when, you know, you can basically. Or at lunchtime. Lunch. Or yeah, at lunchtime. Yeah, I mean, you have lunch. You Costco, Costco nearby. Sundays. Lunch is easy. Right. Yeah. And I, I was so distressed during the pandemic when that disappeared. But yeah. it's back. And mm -hmm. so what happens there? If I taste something, I will try it. I will likely buy it. Buy it. Yeah. Once. Mm -hmm. Once. But I can't remember a time in recent memory where I bought something two or three times because of that you know, hard push. Mm -hmm. It does work some, you will capture some market share, but the most important thing is how do you take that relationship and then keep it going over a long period of time? And I think Wana as a successful brand in the space has done a very good job of that um, because they haven't just been trying to push lowest price point. They haven't mm -hmm. been trying to like get out there and pound, pound people over the head with it at festivals and stuff. They've, they've taken more traditional branding approaches and marketing approaches and applied it into the cannabis space. So they're a great example to me of a very successful brand development project. Thank you for taking us through that and how it, it, it works. That is what we, we need to see more of that through other brand companies we do uh, and we will there. yeah the we fundamentals will. are we we know what to do yeah. right i mean the fundamentals are widely known um it's just people have to well i mean quite frankly i think there's talent you, you have to have talent uh that is going to uh drive the the right course for brands uh to consumers and um, and, uh, I really love the point you made. The big point was let's, let's, let's focus on what we can do Yeah, and do that and extremely well. If you right. focus on what we can do and what the customer says they need. Yeah. And then you find the communication pathways that you're allowed to take, stay compliant, do all that. Don't cut corners. It's, it's harder at the outset, mm -hmm. but once you get to the end game, you know, you, you now have really good communications with your customers. You, you turn those customers into advocates it's, and you don't have to worry about somebody coming in and shutting you down. Like if your Instagram gets cut, you shouldn't be panicked that your entire marketing program is now in the tank, right? No, no, if it was I, anchored against a singular tactic, long-term you're screwed anyway. So screwed, they've, yeah. just, they've just sped up the process for you. No, um, that, that, yeah. is, that is absolutely the case. Um, Chris, I really appreciate you taking us through that. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. I am Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits and Plant Profits is brought to you by Produce Global. I'm spending time today with Chris Day. Mr. Chris Day is the CEO of Gateway Proven Strategies, GPS, and um, co-founder uh also uh when we come back i want to get into global cannabis network collective the gcnc okay happy to all right we'll be right back plant profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages hey welcome back everyone to plant profits i am your host Vern davis my guest today is mr chris day he is the ceo of gateway proven strategies gps global and he also 
um, really, and this kind of came from something you had already created, Project Evolve, uh, Global Cannabis Network Collective, GCNC. Uh, tell us all about that and how it all came about and why. Well, so um, quick, yeah, some quick background on it. Yeah. The, my, my entree into cannabis, I was recruited um, by MJ Biz Daily to come in and oversee marketing and international partnerships and relations for mm -hmm. the news organization and, of course, the big show, MJ BizCon, right? Mm -hmm. And um, that was a, it was a great run, um, really appreciated the opportunity. If there is a seat you can be in, in the world to get a quick um, primer and then a deep experience in cannabis, it's being, you know, in the middle of, of MJ biz. Cause you, yeah. you get to see yeah. everybody and talk to them. And yeah. so that's what, um, I've always been a connector. I've always wanted to bring companies together, help drive the velocity of business. Right. Um, and so in 20, uh, end of 2018 into 2019, um, I, I spun out of there okay. um, and took with me all of these friendships uh, around the world <laughs> with people that um, I really appreciated, you know, having worked with. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it was clear that just like when people operate in states, you know, you get really heads down as a business operator on your specific business in your specific region. And, so many people were recreating the wheel, right? Mm -hmm. And that same dynamic exists around the world. So if things are opening up in Ecuador or development is, ha is happening in Brazil or in Kenya, um, Australia, all of these different regions, there are really amazing people building incredible businesses. And once you get outside the United States, international commerce is a thing, right? So these trade routes, are being established and exist. But there was a need for someone with a global view to provide a platform that allowed top-to-top -to -top communication across these businesses. So we built, um, my co-founder, Jillian Reddish mm -hmm. and I, built the Global Cannabis Network Collective okay. um, as a program within Project Evolve, which was our consulting firm. All okay. of that has now been merged with GPS uh, so, so it all resides under one company, which is nice being the CEO of just one company with a couple of different <laughs> projects. Um, and, and so we built that to bring these, these multinational operators together to help drive knowledge, share, increase, um, networking and drive deal flow optimization. And it's done really well. Uh, we're, we're excited about it. It's not a quantity driven organization. We're really focused on high quality experience companies. There's a whole vetting process for them to okay. join. Okay. And um, we've gone from uh, about 50 members at the beginning of the year to um, I think we'll probably break 100 by mid-May. Um, so, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So it is really growing. All companies, in, all separate entities. Separate entities uh, mm -hmm. with you know, within those companies, we allow up to three folks to be on our platform and actively engage. Again, once you dilute it too much and you get too far away from the decision makers, uh, it's not as effective. So we tell everybody when they come in, like, if you can't engage and your C-suite can't engage, then 
we love you and we wish you well, but that's not the purpose of the GCNC. Yeah. So let, let's get to the, let's talk a little bit more about the purpose. Of, yep. uh, and and, and you, you, you say create deal flow or, or, or you providing a community and a safe place. What, what are you providing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got an app who doesn't, right? So we, <laughs> we, we have that and that's a, that's a nice tool for our members to be able to, it's, not publicly accessible right it's just for members to chat mm -hmm. so if if you are i, I mentioned earlier in the show right mm -hmm. wana is a member so if yeah. you are um co coming from wana and you're starting to look at international expansion and you want to talk to somebody that is you know the executive chair of the eu medicinal cannabis association about it it you know they're all there so you just mm -hmm. DM them and it's done. And if somebody doesn't respond, they know they can call me or anyone mm -hmm. else on there and, you know, we'll help make it happen. So we have um, capital advisory through our okay. members that we okay. provide folks as they want that. We certainly do, you know, direct connections between companies. Um, if you're a seed bank in Colombia, and you're trying to figure out how to get your seeds into Europe, or, um, you know, you're in Brazil, and you're trying to figure out how do I get my, uh, how do folks in Australia get products into the expanding Brazilian market? How do you do that? And our members know, because they're actively doing it. Um, and, and that's really the deal. I, I spend a lot of time traveling the world and talking to folks and, and recruiting the right kinds of members into the network so that where we have gaps, if we have requests for filling them, you know, I spend a lot of time doing that. Uh, well, yeah. that's, that's, that's great. Uh, Chris, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to, we're going to uh, have a couple more questions on, sure. on uh, what you're doing here and, and the, the GCNC. Um, but then we're going to move to GPS, and I'm really looking forward to hearing about that. I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is brought to you by Produce Global. My guest today is Mr. Chris Day. He's CEO of Gateway Proven Strategies, GPS Global. So we'll be right back. Thanks. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, welcome back, everyone. I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits, and today you're joining me with my guest, Chris Day, CEO of Gateway Proven Strategies, and also um, he's co-founder of uh, Global Cannabis Network Collective, GCNC. So, uh, look, Chris, when we left, you're you're kind of telling us uh, what you guys are doing. How do you know? Is is this a place where uh, a rookie? you know, a company that doesn't have a lot of credentials can get involved or do you have to have something going on before you can actually get in? Yeah, you, you definitely have to have something going on um, okay. before you get in. Now, I, I love rookies and I'm all about empowering anybody that's got the commitment and the understanding of, of you know, how to help expand this amazing mm -hmm. industry that we're in so yeah. when we get when i get calls from folks that are trying to feel that out um you know we i certainly still talk to them and we st uh, certainly provide a lot of content okay. uh for from our members 
that is widely available to the general you know public so mm -hmm. while there's a lot of things going on with the gcnc internally mm -hmm. we also know that a large part of our mission uh is to expand the customer base worldwide right help continue to educate folks so right. we co create a lot of content. Um, and one of the services that we also uh, work with our members on is uh, Speakers Bureau. So I, you know, I also help members get the word out about their products and yes. companies within an educational framework. So I'm always happy to direct folks that are newer in the mm -hmm. industry uh, to places of knowledge. Uh, I'm not going to turn anybody you, away. But you're going to answer an the official phone. member. Yeah, you have to have you have to have already made it a little bit. Yeah, no, I totally understand because you have to create value in the in yes. the in the community. Yep. You have to create value in the community. And it's got to be a reason. So I totally get that. Let's talk about GPS now. Uh, tell me, it, it's it you you are helping folks already in business. That's your thing. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So tell me the differences and tell me how uh, Gateway to Proven Strategies, GPS, Global, how that plays into all of this or how it does not play and it's a separate thing. Tell me more about this. Yeah, so, you know, we've talked about the GCNC mm -hmm. and frequently um, if there are members who, yes, certainly they love the benefits that that network provides, but they need additional consulting services. How do I take my company that is already multinational in Europe uh, mm -hmm. But I want to become multi-continental or I want to source product out of um, I want to source product out of South America and I mm -hmm. want to expand into um, North America when the time is right. Who, who gives you that kind of advice and who helps ex build that that program? We do that at Gateway Proven Strategies. Okay. Um, the other thing that I think is interesting um, is we also work with cannabis industry adjacent companies in figuring out, you know, they have the will, they mm -hmm. often have the licenses, they frequently have uh, the capital, but they don't really know very much about the cannabis industry itself, right? There's okay. a lot of companies like that. Um, we have a huge project uh, that we're working on in India, okay. for example, um, in, in this kind of scenario. And they have some ag experience, they have some pharmaceutical experience, but they don't and they're very interested in how do we expand this opportunity we have mm -hmm. into a um, global cannabinoid supplier. And we're, we're helping them build that project out. It's something I'm really excited about. I just spent actually the last three days working with that project team. They flew to the States for some uh, meetings. And, you know, it's a spectacular opportunity. We're walk, working with indigenous tribes in the, re mm -hmm. in the region. So we're helping these farmers that have been subsistence farmers, you know, really create a whole new form of economy. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're helping drive health and wellness products as well as medicinal products. Um, so those are the types of large scale projects that we also do that sometimes take years to develop. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we're right there with them, creating that opportunity and helping them figure out how to build it. That's terrific. That is, is great. Um, and uh, how do you find time to do all this, man? Uh, well, I've got a great team. Okay. Uh, Tell us about that. We've, so we're, we're structured as sort of a, I tell people we're a decentralized 
consulting model. So we okay. have a core team of about 10 or 15 people um, okay. that, you know, work day in, day out uh, with GPS. So okay. Bob, Bob Hoban, which a lot of people know, yeah. Charles Feldman, right? They, they were the original founders of GPS. And uh, when Jill and I came in, you know, we brought in the GCNC and created this company. So mm -hmm. work a lot with, with those guys in our expanded team. And then I've uh, established and supplemented a network, which was already there, of global subject matter experts that are contracted with GPS, but regional and cultural experts in the space. So okay. it's not just us sitting in, actually, it's one of my biggest pet peeves when I go to international conferences and you see the American come up on stage and act as if they're going to teach everything there is to know about cannabis to folks that are you know, in, in this other market around the world. Right. And to me, it's a mutual exercise in discovery, right? Yeah. You can't do that. We have some great expertise here, but you also have to partner with the knowledge on the ground. So, you know, I, I work with uh, subject matter experts all over the world and it's what keeps my heart beating because I love it. I've always right. been a traveler. I always love in being a student of culture and languages and um, so that is how we do all of that. I will admit, um, since taking the reins at GPS, I'm still trying to figure out the real way to manage all of it. I'm not hundred percent successful. Yet. <laughs> Maybe you never will be. Probably uh, not. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's great. And, and what, what, at the end of the end of the day, what's the impact that you all want to have? Um, in the big grandiose okay. way, um, I want to be at the heart of driving um, the global cannabis economy with companies that have this idea of creating sustainable, responsible, and profitable companies worldwide. Mm -hmm. I love um, it. And I am, I, I use those words as, I, as a marketer selectively making the responsible and sustainable part a key mm -hmm. mission to the business is to me critically important. We have a really small window of time mm -hmm. to build this industry and continue to build this industry in ways that um, you can't fix later, right? So we have to do it now. We have to pay attention to who we're hiring, how we're growing, um, how we're building these entities so that we can look back later and be proud of it. Well said. That's my guest, Mr. Chris Day, CEO of GPS Global and co-founder of GCNC. Chris, thank you for being on, on Plant Profits today. We really appreciate you. Absolutely, man. And, and I definitely want to want to see you back because you're you're you are after a global impact. And um, I think that is that is very uh, awesome. Uh, and much, much needed. So thank you. thank you. Thank you very much. And I want to thank all of you for joining us here on Plant Profits today. Plant Profits is brought to you by Produce Global. And you can download episodes and find Plant Profits anywhere you get your podcast. CannabisRadio.com is a great place to start or Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify, all those places. We are there, iHeartRadio. And, and watch out for this episode of Plant Profits with Mr. Chris Day, CEO of GPS Global and co-founder of GCNC. 
Um, and, you know, look for us, look for our show and uh, listen to this uh, broadcast. I think it'd be awesome. Um, real cool conversation today. Uh, also, you can follow Protus Global, my company. You can follow Protus Global um, and all of the uh, necessary um, uh, places like Facebook, Instagram, social media. We're everywhere, folks. And you can really learn how we're building companies, how we're changing people's lives at protisglobal.com, P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Until next time, cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.